right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things with a program that complements your regular recycling. Cause plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag Program, happening in your neighborhood today. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davy Portman. I almost said David. That's okay. I, I always call you David or Davy. I'm sorry. You can call me whatever, baby. Oh, I'll remember that <laughs> for later. Um, we are your up next uh, podcast host from postwrestling.com. Um, but sometimes we like to talk about things that aren't wrestling. So usually if you're listening to us, uh, you probably listen to Up Next where we review NXT every Thursday. Um, but we also like horror movies, so we just started because of the spooky season. It's Halloween right now as we're talking, as I'm talking. I'm and talking you all seem to enjoy our Halloween review. Yeah, we actually got a lot, a lot of feedback from that. We put out a review of Halloween, the original John Carpenter um, classic, and then people were like, hey, that was pretty good, I liked it. So because today is Halloween, we both had the day off, we decided to watch Halloween 2. The original sequel. That's right. Not uh, Halloween H2O. No. Not Halloween 2018. No. Not no. even the Rob Zombie. But the 1981 the... Halloween 2. Yes, so this Wait, movie... Wait, sorry, not the Rob Zombie one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hate that one. <laughs> uh, the uh, the sequel, the Rob Zombie sequel, is, is, is like a remake of the one we just watched. Right. This one. And it's terrible. The 1981 classic is like the original sequel... And a lot of people who uh, maybe kind of grew up watching these movies know this one because it kind of sets the story for the rest of the, the franchise because of the, the, the reveal, I guess, of the, the, the sister and brother, the, the siblings connection. But yeah, so we watched this one today on actual Halloween and we're going to talk about it and, and all these things. Um, so should we just get into it, I guess? I don't know. Absolutely. All right. Let's do it. Um, Halloween 2, 1978, is when this movie takes place. 1981 is when this movie was made. Years after the original movie was actually made. And they try to act as if 
it's a continuation from where the first movie actually starts. Do you think they get a, did a good job in 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 that in that, that aspect? Um, to an extent, yeah. They yeah. they have some clips from the original. I feel I might be wrong. It just might be my memory fucking with me. But I feel when she's talking to the kids right. at the beginning of this film, sure, it's shot slightly differently. I feel like it's at a different angle. You're right from the original. So I think they've they've reshot a couple of things. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, in general, it, it just picks up straight away. Um, and Jamie Lee Curtis is a little older. <laughs> she looks a little older, not too much different. Right, yeah. I think, uh, like, as I said in the first review, I think all the kids look old anyway. They don't look like teenagers. No. And that was yeah. in the first Yeah, one. yeah, so, exactly, yeah. Um, uh, they still don't look like teenagers here. Yeah, so this one, like, they're older. They're not supposed to be, I guess, all the victims in this one are a little bit older. But it takes place can, right away... Uh, Halloween, the original, it's a recap here, like David said, um, there's clips of the ending of the last one, which includes Michael uh, grabbing Laurie, but Dr. Loomis comes and shoots him six times, which sends Michael going flying off the balcony, but then Loomis sees that the the body is gone, and that there's blood, and there's an indent on the grass, which I don't know if that would actually happen. If it's a, a huge indent, as it's well. like it a, feel, it Michael looks Myers much is bigger huge. than Michael Myers is. Ah, well. um, forgot to mention that uh, the show, the show, the film starts with uh, Mr. Sandman. Yes, so. of course. Yes, it's used a few times in this movie, um, and it's a creepy song. Anyways, like yeah. it's a creepy track. Uh, I love that song, um, and very fitting. So, Michael Myers is not there, and uh, Dr. Loomis runs out uh, on, into the street, and the neighbor says, What's going on? Is this some kind of Halloween joke? I've been trick-or-treated to death tonight. And Dr. Loomis says, You don't know what death is. And then, you don't know what death is! And then cue the intro credits, Halloween 2, and uh, the theme plays a new Cynthia... Soundtrack. Yeah, it's it's kind of uh, Nintendo esque. Yeah, because it's like. 1981, like so synthesizers were you know bumping at the time. Yeah. So I'm sure the I mean the original film uses a lot of synth as well, but this one it's right more it's 80s. taken up a lot more. Yeah. Um, something I liked was um, when he checks the body on the grass is he does see blood there. So yes. Michael does bleed. We've been led to believe yes. like he's some kind of monster, but I always feel blood kind of shows that there is a human there as well. He's pure evil. That's what he is. Um, so the movie starts and Michael is now watching Loomis argue with some cops. Loomis is yelling, I shot him six times. We need to get him. Uh, Michael then wanders into some house where this old lady is making sandwiches for herself and her husband. He then, when she's not looking, takes away her kitchen knife and uh, leaves. And she's watching Night of the Living Dead, which is seen throughout the rest of this movie. A lot of people are watching this on this Halloween night in 1978. Um, he takes her knife and this woman realizes that and is like, where's my knife? And there's blood in her house. Then there's a girl in another house nearby who's on the phone. So just one sec. Yeah. That knife is way too big to be making sandwiches. Yeah, the knives, <laughs> the knives in Halloween movies, in scary slasher movies, are always just giant. Like, maybe she just didn't do the like dishes. she's making a... A ham, mayo, and mustard sandwich, and she's got this you don't use, huge you don't fuck use off that, knife. You don't use that kind of knife to make sandwiches? Oh, I've been doing... Like, does that even fit the... the I don't know what she was doing, but you're right. Uh, but Michael now has a giant knife. 
Um, he then uh, uses it because there's this girl who's on the phone and on the phone her friend is like, oh my God, did you hear about Michael Myers? He's, he's killed these people in your neighborhood. And she's like, what? And then boom, she's stabbed to death. Um, I don't know if this is like a comment on the time, but how blasé was it that she was like, Oh, his wife is always picking on him, so he probably got angry and just started beating her. Yes, she... Like, it's... 19, she's mentioned... 18, yeah, 1978 yeah. is when it's set. Like, was it... It's just, oh, yeah, it's just... Husband probably beat her again. It's fine. Nothing nothing to worry about there. Yes, she hears... It's a, so blasé. She hears, like, a scream, and that's what she's talking to her about her friend about on the phone. And, yeah, it's so weird. She's just a throwaway comment about... A, a, Domestic yeah. abuse, essentially. Oh, scary movies are strange. Um, the cops and the EMTs are taking Laurie Strode away from the house. Uh, again, set from the first movie. They take her, put her in an ambulance, and they're taking her to the, the hospital here. And there's an EMT named Jimmy here who says he knows Laurie because his little brother goes to school with her. Uh, so he has some sort of connection to her. Um, Lori keeps telling them that she doesn't want to be put asleep. I like that. And that was an important thing throughout the rest of the movie, um, as we see later on. So I, I liked them introducing that early, that she she fears she she could sense the evil. Right. Uh, knows he's still on the loose. No, yeah, she just doesn't want to be... And doesn't be want to be drugged. Of course. Um, so she's a little shook. Um, but then it cuts to the, the hospital... And there's this lady there who's with her kid. And I always remember this part, watching this movie as a kid, this was the scary, the scary part for me mm. in, in a weird way because this lady is with her little kid and his, the kid's mouth is bleeding everywhere. And it's because they got a razor blade in their apple. Have you ever heard of this? Have you heard of this? I haven't, but I know that when I was thing. growing up, there was a, uh, like a... An indoor swimming pool water slide park. Oh, God. That got shut down because teenagers were, like, going down the water chutes, like, stopping themselves. Yeah. And, like, attaching razor blades Fuck. to the inside. Oh, my God. So people would go down and it That's... would just go and slice up their backs and stuff. Why so are people so people cruel? Are Why are people so cruel? Um, I... Because I thought... Like, I had to ask you what happened there. Right. Because I thought it was, you know, those... Uh, vampire teeth right. you get and I was like well what's going on yeah, I, yeah. I couldn't quite see it was a yeah, razor so, blade so imagine a razor blade being put in an apple and then you hand out the apples to kids and then when they bite into them <laughs> and Ouch. I, I did Fuck. a bit of research uh, like on this scene and it was saying about how um, John Carpenter wanted this in because like it was originally going to be cut right. and it was cut from the TV um, sure. Showings of it, which is funny because you've got way gruesome <laughs> deaths in the film, right. but no, a kid's mouth sure. bleeding. Um, but he was like, he wanted to show the uh, the other horrors that are going exactly. on. We're focusing on one thing, right. and that goes into the whole anthology premise that he originally wanted to have. Yes, yes. Which leads to Halloween 3. Which I'll never watch which ever. Which I still haven't seen Don't yet, and it. I will watch, but there's a character in there apparently who is. Um, fixing up kids' Halloween masks, right. so it it fucks with them. Right, right. So this is kind of a little 
yes, Easter egg almost to what they're going to do in the next film. Well, also, what a cruel world where people put razor blades in apples. Yeah. It's also quoted in the song Halloween by the Misfits, they say. It. It's hard enough to get kids to eat fruit anyway. <laughs> it's probably scared kids back in the day. Like, I'm not eating no stranger's no. apple. Like, like that's fucked. I'll stick with my potato chips. <laughs> I, I know exactly what's in that. Yeah. Check your Halloween candy. Remember, parents, check your kids' Halloween candy. Don't let them eat razor blades. Um, fuck that. Loomis is with Sheriff Brackett, originally from the first movie there, and they think they see Michael Myers walking down the street. So Loomis freaks the fuck out, pulls out his piece, pulls out his gun, and goes to shoot him, but Sheriff Brackett's like, hold on, how do we know it's I him? I fucking love Loomis's gun. It's just so funny all the time. Do you ever watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? I've seen it, yeah. You know, Frank just always whips his gun out. <laughs> Loomis is Frank from Always Sunny. He's Danny DeVito. <laughs> it is a little dinky gun. Too. It's like <laughs> waving it around. He pulls it out, but Sheriff Brackett stops him. And um, it's not actually... It, well, they, they think it's Michael. And they chase him off into a street. And as he's the, 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 the Michael is looking... A cop, car, a cop car comes and hits him, sending the body flying into another car. And there's just this a giant explosion, and it burns Michael into this this. Now this cop crisp. was driving like a motherfucker. Yeah, his sirens weren't on or anything. He wasn't chasing anyone. He was just <laughs> bombing it down this residential, probably thirty miles an hour street, bombing it. So they think they killed Michael Myers. Now watching this, you're like, hey, now that's not Michael. We know what Michael looks like, and it's just something was a little off from it. It's a bit smaller. Yeah, we know it wasn't him, but they think it was. So they send it off to the, the coroners, I guess, because they need to find out if this was, in fact, him. Um, it cuts to, like, the, the, the original house here, and the news and, like, the media and all these cops are, are covering all the original dead bodies from the first movie. And cameo here is a young Dana Carvey. Which is very funny because Dana Carvey goes on to become a famous comedian actor who goes on Saturday Night Live. And his famous claim to fame, I would say, is a skit he does with Michael Myers. Oh, I see. Wayne's World. Yeah. So it's very funny that Dana Carvey is in a Michael Myers cameo years before probably even knowing Mike Myers. Yeah. Uh, strange. Uh, so Dana Carvey's in a blue hat. If you ever watch Halloween 2, look for it here. Uh, and some people were tweeting us, I believe, saying, like, look out for this. But I, I, I do know that it was him. Um, so they, they realized that uh, Sheriff Brackett's daughter, Annie, was one of the victims from the bo the house here, so they have to go tell Sheriff Brackett, and you know he's not going to be happy about that. Um, there's some kid dressed as a cowboy, and he's walking around with a boombox, just listening to the news about the gruesome murders going on, like a news talk station, and uh, he bumps into Michael. So we know Michael's alive and wasn't actually killed. But also... From bumping into Michael, Michael hears the yes. location of Laurie Strode. It says that Laurie Strode, survivor. yes, the survivor's been taken to Smith, the Haddonfield Memorial Hospital, blah, blah, blah. So Michael now starts walking to the hospital. I don't know how far this hospital is because Michael Myers always walks well, it's slow. It's a small town. Yeah, yeah. Um, what, did, what did you think of Brackett's reaction to finding out? His daughter died. Uh, I if if someone told me that my daughter died, I'd like lose my shit and cry and uh, he was break so down. like straight to action, jump in the car. Like I found it odd. It 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 kind of jarred with me because I 
I don't f- feel like you would react to that. I know this is a horror film and this, but... He's, he's upset, yeah, you're right. He's like... It wasn't... Like, like, it would take you a moment for it to actually sink in. Sorry, what? My daughter, what? Yeah. It's like, your daughter's one of the bodies. And he's like, oh, let's get in the car and drive. So then he le- he, then he also leaves and says he has, to, he has to be the one to tell his wife. He hmm. doesn't want her to find it. I, 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 I'm just saying, like, any, like, close death like that, and Groot, like, you know it's, hmm. like, messed up, it's killer. Yeah, I'd be a little bit more <laughs> broken, I'd like, say. In denial, not being able to move. Also, like, if you're like this guy, and we—he's this, this is his exit from this movie. Essentially, yeah. we don't see him again um, because he's off dealing with this. But um, he's a—he's a cop. If I'm like this cop from the first one, and I just found out my daughter is killed, and Michael Myers is still alive, well, I'm gonna try to kill Michael Myers. Yeah. But they also think Michael Myers is dead now because they killed him. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why. I don't know. You're right. I would be more crushed if I just found out my daughter died of yeah. gruesome murders and shit. Um, so, yeah. Um, there, it cuts to the EMTs that took Lori to the hospital. They're hanging out in, like, the, the lounge area of the hospital. And I'm pretty sure one of these guys are using, like, these medical scissors as a roach clip to finish his joint. It's like the things you see in, in films and TV shows where they're pulling out bullets that are, like, lodged yeah. in the shoulder. Yeah, like the, the yeah. things people use, like these like weird scalpel scissor things, but he's using it as a roach clip, so I appreciate that. And also, like, how is he getting away with smoking weed in a hospital? It's the 70s, baby. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, lit. So, this guy's just chilling, and they're hanging out, and they're all talking, and Jimmy is there as well. But um, Michael is shown nearby, and he's like on the premises of this hospital. But there's like this fat security guard dude, and he doesn't. Why are they always fat? Well, because he, he's like lazy, essentially. Yeah. In H two O, it's LL Cool J. <laughs> so I would rather LL Cool J. He's just licking his lips all the time. Um, so the the guard doesn't see him, but he is also watching Night of the Living Dead. Um, cuts to Karen, and she's like this nurse who shows up, and she's flirting with the other EMT, like the kind of the dickhead one who was smoking the weed. Um, He sings to her, Amazing Grace, come sit on my face, and basically scares her in one of the empty hospital rooms here. And she says, uh, like, get out of here. And he says, hey, why don't you meet me uh, later on? So that may may or may not happen. Um, But now it shows... That Michael is actually in the hospital. He's here. Uh, it cuts to Lori with Jimmy. And Jimmy explains to her that uh, Michael Myers was the one that was after her because he was listening to the news and looking it up. And she says, uh, like, why? Why is this Michael Myers guy? That kid from all those years? Yeah, ago? she's like, what, the guy who, like, killed his, his sister, like, years ago? Why would this guy be after me? Uh, and they just can't figure it out. But the nurse comes in and kicks Jimmy out. And, uh, and tells Lori that, hey, like, we've taken you to the hospital, you've survived this crazy murder spree, and we can't get a hold of your parents. Like, it's weird. Your parents, they're just, they're, they didn't respond. They were, they, they should have been, like, we don't know where they are. And we never do learn. No, we never do. In the Halloween remake, Rob mm. Zombie... He definitely lets you know what happened to the parents. Yeah, I wonder whether this was deliberate or whether it was revealed and it's something like on the cutting room floor. Sure, right. Uh, like it makes sense that they'd be killed. It's odd that you never find out 
what's because the fact you've introduced the idea of the parents into it seems right. an odd thing to not pay off. It's in the zombie you feel like you just wouldn't mention it. In the zombie version, um, it's pretty scary. Actually, the scene where it shows what, what like what happens. He like busts into their house and like basically kills the parents here, and and no, lets before he kills them, lets them know he's after Lori, like with right. a photo or something. Sweet. It's pretty uh, gruesome. So here they're like, "Hey, we can't get a hold of your parents. Uh, we don't know what's gonna happen." And then the phone cuts out. Their phones are down at the hospital which they're very concerned about. It goes now... Considering this guy um, has been locked up since he was a kid. Right. Like, I don't know where I'd find the, the phone lines in this place. Right, yeah, yeah. It's He's very good. He like knows how to drive. He knows how to cut phone lines and stuff. And like, he walked all the way to the hospital. Yeah. So he's... He knows his shit. Yeah, yeah. He's not... He's no, like... He's no jogger. He knows what he's doing. He's he's a skilled, you know, slasher, <laughs> as we would learn. But you're right. How the fuck? Um, also, cell phones in in the future would solve so many fucking issues. Mm. Like, oh, we can't reach anyone. Well, let's figure it out. Mine wouldn't. It's never work. <laughs> well, that's because you're an android. Um, we so the, the the phones are cut. It cuts now to the fat security guard. He's checking on on why the phones are dead because the nurses are like, "Hey, go go figure this shit out, man." So he's looking around and he finds this room and a cat jumps out at him. I feel Scares they him. use this cat scare in every Halloween film following this, at least in the original series. Right. Okay. Um, there's always like there's fake there's scares. A, there's a yeah. They don't really do the fake scares in the first one that I can remember, but I feel this is the first fake scare. I definitely remember there being some sort of cupboard in a later one where right there's a noise and they open it and a meow a cat runs. Of out. course, always there's always the cats jumping out. Well, the cat jumps out and scares the security guard. Uh, he's a little scared and he buzzes the the hospital gate on his like walkie and he says uh, back to the nurses he thinks someone broke in. To like the security offices or whatever offices there, uh, but his connection's getting lost. He tells them to go to the police station. He's he's like, hey, go go drive over there and get someone to come over here because our phones are down. But they didn't hear him say that because their walkie starts to cut out. And this is where he goes into another closet here, but it's all nothing in there. It's all garbage. He uh, thinks he hears something again, so he opens the closet door. There's nothing there. As he closes it, Michael is standing there and has a hammer, but it's turned backwards hmm. and smashes it, bashing it into the top of the security guard's head. This was, um, I found this the most gruesome death. Really? Um, just the sound it <sighs> made. Punching. Um, what what would the And you see it and dead. This guy's dead. Um, the back of a hammer to the top of your head. I don't know if I should say this or not, but when I was a kid, I went to school with a guy. He was a year, the year above me. And his dad had just come out of, um, like, mental hospital. Right. And murdered the kid this way. Oh, my God. Um, Jesus. This was, like, 1996, 1997. Awful. Um, So, yeah, this kind of death, like, sticks with me. Right. And just that, that noise. I think... Sound is so great in these kind of movies. For to sure. Get something, and it's just that dull thud. It's like a thud. Like, 
Because it's the, 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 the like sharper flat, like the, the back of a hammer, not yeah. the actual hammer head part, the back of it. And he swings it on him, kills him, boom, it's dead. Grim. We now go to Dr. Loomis. He's with the cops in, in the, the coroner's office, or the, the morgue, if you will. And they're going over the body of who they think is Michael Myers. Uh, but they go over, they, the, the body's burned like to a crisp, so they, they're going off the teeth. And the, the, the doctor here, or whatever, says, uh, the person here is a male, either 17 or 18 years old. And uh, Loomis says, well, that can't be Michael because Michael is 21. They say, no, well, it, it has to be him. He says, no, it can't be. So the, the cop here, the new sheriff that we have as a, the main police officer, Gary Hunt, he says, listen to Loomis. So they do. Uh, they're bros now. They go over to the, Michael, the, the, the Myers house where now the community of Haddonfield is trashing and, and you know, rioting because they're angry that this man has killed all these people. Um, continuing on from the, the first movie there, uh, Loomis um, is talking to the, the cop here when two kids run up to them and they report to, to Sheriff Hunt here that their friend, Ben Tramer, has gone missing. They all went drinking and they can't find him. He says, how old is your friend? They say, 17 years old. He was wearing a mask and he was real drunk. And as you remember from Halloween 1, uh, we hear about Ben Tramer. Right, uh, my favorite character. Um, so he was the one that Laurie was kind of into. Yeah. But she, we never got to see him. Well, we still don't get to see him except he gets hit by a car and explodes in a fiery, fiery death. And the and cop walked out fine from that, by the way. <laughs> like, the like, cop blew up. Like, uh, like, oh, <laughs> didn't see him coming. Anyway, was that him? <laughs> What's going on, guys? Like, so, that guy needs to lose his license and job. Seriously. <laughs> that cop is like, fucked. Like, this is a scary movie. Whoopsie. <laughs> oh, that guy came out of nowhere. Oh, it was Michael Myers? Me of Fuck. Peter Griffin in Family Guy, when he comes home drunk all the time, he just like crashes into the tree and just gets out and is like, hi Lois, I'm back. It's like that. <laughs> Poor kid. Um, I also like in these films, everyone they talk about has full names. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. And they're talking about Eddie Lee and stuff like that. It's, it's one of those things I don't recall ever doing. Like, sure, I've got like... Matt Ross. It's the 70s. Okay, he's Matt Ross, but it's everyone's the 70s. like, oh, David Porter and Brayden Harrington. Oh, hello, David, <laughs> David Harrington. Hello. <laughs> no, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't no. have the same charm. But it's the 70s. I don't know. Yep. Maybe things are different. Things are more formal. Um, also, in like horror movies, these Halloween movies, people are fascinated about the different kills and the, and the, like, the, we should, if we do more horror movies, we should do a, a kill count for every, you know, kill. Oh, I, I put a kill count. Oh, okay, yeah. good. Because this one doesn't count. The cop killed them. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't a Michael Myers death. <laughs> this is an innocent death. Ben Tramer died an innocent but man. But could you blame it on Michael Myers because he was wearing the same mask? I don't know. No, man. the guy was reckless. <laughs> this cop reckless was lit on fuck. Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. All right. Well, we'll get to the kill count later on. Um, so um, it cuts back to the hospital, and the nurse and this 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 guy, the, the the dickhead EMT, they're trying to smash. They're trying to hook up in the hospital on Halloween night. They say they'll meet up in 15 minutes in their secret spot. So we'll see if that leads to them doing that later on. Um, Lori now is in her hospital bed. And she's just sitting there all sad and all alone in the night. And she's having weird flashbacks to when she was younger as a kid. 
And uh, it's strange because it's showing like her her mom being like, I'm not your real mother. And like weird like flashbacks here. Um, it's strange because this this short clip and the, t the other one that follows later on in the movie are what spawns so many sequels and things that are like... This is where we went with this direction. Yeah. This is strange. The weird flex. And what's okay. odd is Laurie never actually learns in this film. Um, no, you don't C see considering her. Considering that this was meant to be the end of the story. Right. You would think you'd let your protagonist learn that the killer is right. your brother. They eventually learn elsewhere. Like Loomis, Loomis learns, right. but no one else does. Very strange. Yeah. Um, it's like Darth Vader telling Chewie that he's Luke's father. <laughs> Doesn't quite have the same <laughs> impact, does it? Um, well, we... Which is also interesting, because Empire came out the year before. This movie? This film. Do you think they borrowed from that? They were like, hey, why don't we just make them re relatives? Related. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very true, probably. They're like, that was a hit. Let's go with that. Yeah. John Carpenter's like, fuck, I'm already making money. Like, <laughs> let's go. Let's do it, baby. <laughs> John Carpenter did not... He wrote this. He right. didn't direct it. Right, right. All right, all right. All right, Just John Carpenter. Just like Carpenter. Empire. Hmm. hmm. Right, Empire is the one Lucas didn't... Lucas, of the originals, Lucas only directed the first one. Right, and everyone likes Empire more mm. than... Yeah, okay. Um... The nurse and the EMT are now going to get into some hot water here. Uh-oh. See what you did there. Uh, they're, like, in this, like, room in the hospital that's, like, water tanks or hot baths, essentially. Mm. Um, and they're going to... They had the, the hot water on, and they're using it as a jacuzzi. And they're getting all hot and heavy here. But it's shown Michael is in the in the other room where the, the tanks are kept. The And he turns up the temperature a little bit. Cuts back to them, and the girl's there, and um, she, you know, she gets a little naked. They get in these tubs. You mean you're gonna die? You know what happens when you pull your boobs out in a scary movie? You probably die. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> so she does that. She says, "Hey, honey, it's getting a little hot in here." And he's like, "Oh, it's just me." She says, "No, no, no. Seriously, it's it's just too hot." So he gets out. He goes back into that glass thing, closes the door, turns it back down. She gets out, she's in a towel, and she's just kind of hanging out, fixing her hair or whatever. Hanging out naked, essentially. And we see in the foreground where she can't hear or see unless she turned around. And Michael is there, and he chokes this guy he's, and kills him, throws the body aside, and then turns the water back up hot. And then slowly enters the room again, walking towards her. Now she thinks it's her lover. So he gets closer and closer. This is kind of recreating the Bob scene. Yeah, yeah. It's like Michael pretending to be the boyfriend. Right. Like flirting a bit. <laughs> Michael's trying to cop a feel. Yeah, definitely. He doesn't actually, but like, he's trying. He's trying. He's like, booze, murder, booze, murder, booze, <clears throat> oh. mur ah, murder. Usually that's the tough decisions <laughs> I have to think about day to day. What? But yeah. <laughs> um, he puts his hand on her shoulder. And she doesn't turn around. And uh, she's just there. And she starts talking to him and flirting with him and basically saying, like, hey, babe, we're going to have to do this another night. Let's just get breakfast and breakfast after our shift ends. Like, we got to go back to work. We're, we're working in a fucking hospital. We should get back to work. We should stop fooling around. And he doesn't say anything. 
She's like, come on. And she starts playing with his hand a bit. She then starts sucking on his fingers a little bit, starts kissing his hands, and then turns around. And it's Michael. He grabs her by the back of the head and dunks her face and her whole head into the boiling hot water, repeatedly lifting her out and putting it back in, dunking her in and out. And every time he pulls her face back out of the water, it shows how burned her face is getting. And he repeatedly does this until her face just looks like dog food, essentially. Do you think this would actually kill you? This is a, 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 a debated death in the Halloween franchise. Be simply because... Sure, he's like strong serial killer, whatever. His hand would be burning too. <laughs> yeah, well, there's there's that. Like, okay, there's there's uh, he gets shot in the head as well, right? Like, and survives. Um, but yeah, I did. Surely, his I think he drowns be... her too at the end. There, no, he he leaves her out. Okay, like he just leaves her because you cook. get that visual. I right. think I feel if she, he left her in there, I'm just like sure you've got serious burns I don't know if it would kill you but this is I haven't seen this film since I was a kid right and this death stays with me I remember this whole right 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 me too I don't know why you'd have uh, the the option of going to scalding with this water what are these tubs used for yeah I don't I don't know I don't know if this is used for some other thing I don't work in a hospital someone who's listening to this right now tell us why there's these hot water tubs in these hospitals somewhere? Why do they have this? Or is this just made up for this movie? Yeah. Like, why? Is this actual but tubs? I, I've always had the same question with cars. Why do you have cars that can go 200 miles an hour if the speed limit's only 70? Uh, to, like, to kill kids in Halloween masks. In Halloween <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> Obviously. Um, it's, it's a weapon. Um... So she, he kills this this nurse and this EMT. So other two deaths to your kill count there. But yeah, I always thought this was a, a, a gruesome death because it's yeah. like burning her face. And There's there was a really good British series called Spooks. I believe it was called MI Five um, okay. in the states. Um, but there's one of the they did Game of Thrones before Game of Thrones did Game of Thrones. Okay. As in your like beloved characters who are like. These are our leads for this show. And then... They kill off. Right, okay. And there was a girl who I think it's in the third episode. <laughs> um, is an MI5 agent. She's undercover. And she's in this kitchen. I can't remember the details, but this... The, like, the big baddie guy owns this restaurant or whatever. They're in the kitchen. And he realises that she's a spook. Uh, an agent. Sure. And grabs her face... And dips it in the deep fat fryer, oh, and it's boiling. Oh, and they do they do this sort of Halloween right. death, like they don't shy away from it. You see the, oh, the skin, God. and this is also this is was quite a well known actress, so you just sure. assume she'd be in it right, forever. Right. It's a really cool death, and see that would definitely kill taken, you. Yeah, absolutely. That would probably um, kill you. Being deep fried in hot oil. Oh, oh. that's the way I would go out. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's fries were the death of me. No, I know how I want to go out. I think most men agree with the way I want to go out. Sex. Do that weird wanking choke. What is that? No, what? No, No, what? No. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, okay. Okay. All right. I don't know. (laughs) Halloween 2, continuing on. Uh, Dr. Loomis is now with the police officers. They reported a, a weird 
break-in at an elementary school. So they go in there and they find a classroom and there's the word Samhain written on the walls and which is like Halloween essentially. Like goes back to ancient times okay. of Halloween or something like that. And there's a knife, the kitchen knife that we saw earlier, stabbed through this this picture, picture this drawing that says Judith Myers and something like that. So it's a little weird, but it's written there and it says sister written in blood and Loomis is a little confused, but then someone comes and is there to talk to him and it's this lady named Marion and she says she's from Smith's Grove and that Loomis has been ordered to come back straight away. And he's like, well, 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 like why? They're like, we need you back there right now. You need to come there. And he's like, not problem. Thing. Yeah. Like he doesn't want to do that, but. They're basically saying, she says to him, well, actually, they're not asking you. They're ordering you. There's a marshal outside mm -hmm. who's going to drive us. Like, a cop is, is taking me and you back there. You're done with this. Like, Michael's dead. Let it go. And he's like, oh, I don't know, guys. Like, whatever. So he's basically forced to go with this cop and her. Um, but he's still confused at, to what's going on. And it cuts back to the hospital. Lori is there in her, her room and she's visited by Jimmy, the EMT. And he says, hey, girl, I know I don't know you very well, but uh, I hope you're all right. And realizes she's not responding to him. She may be dead. So he runs and gets help. Uh, the nurses go to find the like the doctors because they think Lori you know, might be dead. Or something. And this is the doctor they alluded at earlier is drunk right like the first time we see him he's like yo i need a lot of coffee because <laughs> it's halloween night you know mm -hmm. they the the nurse goes to his like his quarters his studies there and he's like sitting on a couch watching tv or though it appears he is she creeps up behind him and as she gets closer realizes that he's actually dead and she goes in front of him to see him and there's a needle stabbed through his eyeball yeah this is grim and as she realizes this and is in shock, is in all this horror, Michael Myers appears from behind and stabs a needle right through her temple, killing her dead. It's gross. Disgusting. Um, I thought this shot was really, really cool because you spilled over your coffee at this point. So we had to pause it and right. we paused it at the perfect moment where Michael appears behind. Um, and it's just really cool because you've got the lights um, like... This yellowy light flickering right. Michael's and it's his face. Mask. So you just see the mask in the background appear. Uh, yes, we did pause it because I spilled my coffee. Does my zebra carpet get added to your kill count? Because it may be <laughs> it's the, the coffee stains. It's yeah. rip. Rip my carpet. But yeah, uh, he kills this girl with a, a needle to her temple. Mm. So you're saying that is less gruesome than a hammer to the head? I still... You're probably the right. Sound, you're like probably the, right. The visual of the ugh, needle ugh. is... Awful. But the sound. Yeah, I don't like, like needles. I like. I don't like needles at all. It's you know when we watched that uh, my young classic episode a few weeks ago where sure. Mia Yim chopped the turnbuckle. It was the sound. That sound sticks with you. Sure, and okay. that's why I'd say the hammer. Like there, there are some good deaths in this film. Oh well, she's dead. She did. Uh, Michael now is shown walking in the hospital. I would say though, I'd much rather go out like this. Just a needle and You're dead. Down? Yeah, I guess so. Pretty painless. Yeah, I like that, yeah. Um, Michael enters Laurie's room. 
He's got his blade in his hand. Now, notice he's not using a kitchen knife mostly no, for his. He death only used it for one. Yeah, he's got this little like blade, like a hospital blade, like syringe. Cr- yeah, it's scary. Um, he sees Laurie's body in the hospital bed, and he stabs the blankets. But he realizes it's not her. It's actually just a bunch of pillows she clearly made up to look like a body laying in the bed. He looks for her in the hospital, and it cuts to her slowly limping around in the hallway quietly because something told her that she just had to run. She doesn't know that he's here. This almost um, backed up my theory from the first one where I don't know if Michael really wants to kill her. Right. Because how clever he is with a load of the deaths. And, like, this was the most mundane way of killing someone. They're under the covers and you stab through the duvet, like, right. no. So, wait, you're saying he knew it wasn't actually her? I don't know. I just I just it, feel like she's she's the one he really is is after. Right. Like, if well, that we was see only later, just then... That, that is also, like, it goes back to that yeah. near the end. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, it, it, she's just, like, limping around... And she finds this other room, and she finds a phone, and she realizes, yeah, the phones are cut. You can't call anyone, girl. You, you, you fucked. So Michael is now shown walking down the hospital corridors, and Laurie just decides to hide in this back room of another room, and just, she passes out. She closes the door and passes out. Uh, another nurse, this nurse Jill, she, she's looking for the security guard, uh, but she can't find it. But as she's looking for him, the cameras, the security footage... Are there, but she the angle she's at, she can't see it, and it shows Michael walking down this one hallway, which is the hallway she then walks directly to. I thought that looked really cool. I yeah. liked watching it on the CCTV yeah, cameras. Yeah, yeah, watching like the security f- footage things is cool. She goes and uh, she's walking. She gets scared by Jimmy, who bumps into her. Uh, Michael is watching them at this point, and Jimmy um, basically tells her to get into a car and go get police because. Shit's getting weird here. He can't find people. The phones are cut. What's going on? Mm. Lori could be dead. We don't know. Just go get someone. So she goes into the parking lot and gets into a car. And um, Jimmy goes into another room and finds this other nurse just just laid out on this like table or uh, stretcher. Mm. And her arm has been put like an IV or something, and she's just been dripping her own blood out. Now, this is like the Linda death. There's a lot of nurse. Yeah, this, oh, this right, is, yeah. This is kind of like mirroring the Linda death in the first one, where she's strapped on the bed and there's the grave right. onto her. This is, this is where Michael gets creative he's and artistic. Cheeky. Yeah, like, he's being pretty cheeky here. So she just bled out here, which I don't know if that would actually happen. But again, we needed a, a, an actual doctor or nurse to, to come on and explain. Because he sees this, this woman's body laid out and the blood has been dripping all over the floor. And then he freaks out and he slips on it. He falls and knocks himself out on the, on the pool of blood here. Um, it cuts back to the nurse, Jill, who's now getting into a car. But the car won't start. So she gets out of the car and realizes that most of the cars in the parking lot the tires have been all slashed. With penises sprayed on all of them. <laughs> Wait, no, that's something else. That's a American Vandal. Uh, she then runs back inside, um, and as she does in the hospital, she sees Lori in the hallway. She says, Lori, like, what are you doing? We need to get out of here. And as Lori is staring at her, Michael appears from behind Jill and 
kills her with that little knife, just like lifts her up basically from behind and stabs her and kills her and then follows Lori. Lori, you know, is trying to run, but she's like so injured from the night. Um, and still drugged up. Yeah, she's pretty she's pretty lit at the moment. Because you see, they do this shot where it's like she sees her from, it's from like her point of view and the, the edges of the screen are blurry. blurry yeah. So because she's lit um she's like running away through this hospital essentially and she finds this like uh boiler room and she sees the body of the security guard hanging here and freaks out screams michael finds her follows her but you know michael always walks slowly like Mm -hmm. i always say he's the slow walker which is even more scary you just know it's coming he's following you and she finds this like little window that goes into a side room in the hospital so she goes through that she sees this elevator so she's pushing the button and michael's just following her going towards her and as she's waiting for the elevator he turns a corner and sees her it's a short hallway and instead of running he just slowly walks towards her she gets in the elevator and she manages to push the button but it's not closing you know that closed door when Mm -hmm. you're trying you don't want to share the elevator or when you really need to pee and it's on the (laughs) fifth floor and you're just waiting then there's something this is in every horror I film, feel like yeah was this, was this like one of the first times this was used then because like this is 1981 it's, it's very relatable like I feel like being late to class or work or right yeah needing the toilet or whatever and there's that thing and the elevator never works Ding. when you want it to and she's and pushing like it that's, this is that times by a billion she's pushing it and pushing it and then he just barely makes it the knife and his bit of his hand are in the thing. Now, in, in 2018, when we're recording this, you think that elevators now would be like, oh, someone's trying to get in. Better stop he that. Yeah, that. He could have opened. Yeah, he could have got it. He could have got it. he can do. Yeah. Again, does he want to kill her? <laughs> oh, true. So she makes it. The elevator door closes and she gets away. Uh, a side door, like the back door of the elevator opens instead. And she runs uh, through that and escapes the hospital and then goes out into the parking lot. But realizes, like, she can't start the car. So she just hides in the car. It's something I would do. Like, oh, this guy's trying to find me in the hospital? I'm going to hide somewhere else. And he won't find me. Now, it cuts to Dr. Loomis. He's with Marion and the police officer who is in the front seat driving. And they're taking him back to Smith's Grove. But as they are, uh, he's going over the the Samhain, the Halloween thing. He's trying to put it all together in his head, what's going on. And this is where she explains to him that Michael Myers, the file, was not fully given to him, to Loomis. And that, you know, it was from the governor's office. And they finally opened it. And it reveals that, uh, that, that years ago when Michael Myers killed his sister, there was also a baby sister that survived. And that... Lori Strode is that sister. And Loomis uh, says, okay, well, well, if that's the, if that's the truth, uh, where was she taken tonight? And they say, well, she was taken to the, the hospital. Says, well, we need to go there right now. And they said, no, 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 like, she's fine. Everything's fine. And he's like, no, 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 we got to go there right now. What if, you know, that's probably where he's going to go. They say, no, 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 Loomis, we got to take you back. This is where... He pulls out his gun. (laughs) Dr. Loomis pulls out his gun and says, I hate to do this to you. He takes the officer's gun away from him while he's driving. He says, we're 
going to the hospital and they'll drive me. I'm sorry to do this to you, officer, but we need to do it. And they're like, think about what you're doing, doctor. He's like, no, think about what we're doing. We need to go there. And he's aiming it at the cop and he says, you don't want to do this. He goes, and he shoots the gun through. He goes, what is it you cops do? A, a warning shot. <laughs> <laughs> that would suck. In a car with the sound, it would kill your ears, dude. Um, so it makes the cop swerve. He listens to Dr. Loomis and now is driving to the hospital. They're almost there. Uh, but Dr. Loomis, an OG, pulling out his gun when you need to. Pulling out the piece, you know? Cuts back to Lori. She's now in the car. And Jimmy gets into the car. And she's like, oh my God, Jimmy's here. But he's acting a little strange. He's not talking. He's not even moving, really. He's trying to start the car, but it's not. And then he passes out. But his head lands on the, the wheel of the car right on the horn. And it's just... Do you think this is just like concussion from... I guess so. He's, he's, not, uh, he's not on the official death count list. Um, so he just kind of... So like, I think... Because he slipped on the blood, didn't right, he? Right, right. his head. I think... I don't think he's dead here. I don't think he's dead, but he's just out. And he's, yeah. his head is on the horn, which is honking, which is giving... Oh, well, a, yeah, head. which is giving away her hiding spot, essentially. So she realizes that, moves his body off the horn, but it was on pr for a pretty long time. He, Michael Myers probably heard it. Um, so she... He, she is like so scared she gets out of the car and she's like crawling essentially because she's still drugged as we said and as she's there a car pulls up and it's loomis marion and the the police officer here and they get out and they're going into the hospital but Lori is trying to get their attention but she can't she can't get herself to, to scream or yell or anything and that's i used to have night terrors where i couldn't scream oh um they're the worst like when your voice is completely gone right and I always find that scary. The second they get into the hospital, she screams. Yeah. So Michael is there. He's, he's behind her. He's following her. She runs to the door and starts banging on the door. They realize that and let her in. I thought that was a cool reveal of Michael as well. Like, he keeps on finding the lights. Right. right? There's like a red light. The aesthetic. And on the white mask, he it knows. always looks cool. He's like, I gotta look good doing this. Yeah. You gotta, if you're a, like a, a killer, you gotta, you gotta look good. And I need that high-pitched synthy like... Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Michael appears. He chases her. She runs, bangs on the door. They, they find her. They let her in just in time. And they lock this, these glass doors of the hospital. And Michael, he just stares and keeps walking and walking and walks right through a glass door. Love it. That's right. He walks through a glass door. Because why the fuck not? He's a beast. Loomis then draws his gun and shoots him a fuck ton. And Michael drops to the ground. And the cop goes, are you authorized to use that? <laughs> he's like, Why are cops so dumb <laughs> in every horror film? Loomis is like, hey, he's, he, he's, don't go near him. He's still breathing. The cop is like, what? How do you, who that, who, who is, is this him? And they're like, yes, damn it. Like, God, he sends Marion out to the car to radio more police officers. And she does. And Loomis says like, stay away from him. And the cop is like, then checking on him again. And Loomis yells, get away. He says, oh, he stopped breathing. No, get away. And boom, Michael gets up, grabs him and slits the guy's throat. Loomis and Lori then start running away and Michael gets up and chases them. They eventually end up in sort of some, some sort of 
gas room or something. Uh, Loomis tells Laurie to take the, the other gun, the cop's gun. And she says, no, I don't want it. And he's like, take the gun. And she's like, no. So he puts it down in front of her in the corner there. Michael then looks through the, the little peephole kind of thing of the room, realizes they're in there, but it's a locked door. But it's a wooden door. Oh, mm. his nemesis. He, <laughs> he can get through these glass doors, but he can't get through the wooden doors. Oh, wait. Yes, he can. He breaks through this door with his bare hands like Hulk Hogan tearing through a T-shirt. But it's Michael Myers tearing through a fucking door of a gas room in a hospital. <laughs> After being shot. This guy just doesn't fucking die ever. Um, but maybe I speak too soon. He breaks in and Loomis shoots him. But his gun is out of bullets. Think about it. He shot him six times earlier in the night. And then you now... wasted that warning shot. Yeah, it was that warning shot. Yeah. It was that warning shot that costed Loomis his damn near life here. But if he didn't shoot that, they might have not yeah. gone to the hospital. You're right, yeah. you're right. This, it's a butterfly effect, mm. my friend. Uh, Loomis is, realizes his gun is out and Michael stabs him right in the gut and then pays his attention to Lori, who's just sitting there in the corner whimpering. However, she picks up the gun. Oh, wait, I'm forgetting about a part here that we mentioned earlier. Michael goes to, to stab her, but stops and lowers his hand with the knife and then does this like head tilt. Well, she says Michael. Yeah. And then he lifts his head back up, lifts his hand back up and goes to stab her. But it we sort of... It's it's like the rare moments where you see the human side yeah, of so him. Is like he, she knows Maybe he doesn't want to kill her, yeah. Is so he, does he not like, want to? Shit, like there's a moment's pause, yeah. Yeah. Um, in the zombie one, he like doesn't kill her and takes her somewhere and tries to like show her that they're related and stuff. It's weird. I don't get it at all. It's like too over the top. It's ridiculous. So like here on that ancestry website. He's like, look, <laughs> he's like, look, it's you and me. We're fucking related. I don't care. You killed all my mates. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. Cool. <laughs> um, so he, he then raises his hand again and goes to stab her and kill her, but she shoots him twice right in the face. And he doesn't drop to the floor. Instead, he puts his hands to his face and we see his, the holes in the mask, the eye holes, just drip out blood. This looks awesome. Yeah, this is a really memorable uh, like thing from this movie is this mask. You can actually buy this version of the mask where it's the Halloween 2 version where there's like blood dripping nice. from it. It's a terrifying thing. But it did not kill Michael. It did not. His, his, his mask is now dripping blood, but he starts swinging for Lori still. So he can't see, but he's swinging, trying to kill her. And I don't know about you, but if I have a knife in my hand and I swing, no matter how hard I swing, no noises are made. But when Michael Myers swings a knife, it goes... I do like it, though. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was... It added to... Um, yeah, continue. I'll he's repeatedly that. trying to swing while he's blinded for Laurie. And this is where Dr. Loomis, he's alive. He gets up and he grabs Laurie and he's like, it's okay, it's going to be okay. And he's still swinging for Loomis and Laurie, whoever he can, but they're trying to avoid him. So Loomis starts to undo all these gas uh, containers, essentially. There's, there's all these different gases. It says oxygen, ether, whatever all these mm. things are. Again, I'm not a doctor or a nurse. I don't know what the fuck kind of gases or what they're doing here or why this is going to do what they're trying to do. 
but it's a scary movie. So Loomis and, and Lori now are, are um, turning the knobs of all these canisters, these gas canisters everywhere. And then he, he yells at Lori to get out of here. He says, get, go, run away. This is where I liked uh, the sound effect of the knife being added. Because right. at this you point, your senses are kind of being like overwhelmed because the ga- each cylinder that they it's do, getting the louder. gas noise gets louder, you still hear this swooshing. Right. Um, and you can imagine like Michael being blind, just this, more so than just blind like blowing him up the noise is like overpowering right, his senses right. so he's blinded even further right exactly so he's just like still swinging and everything and Lori eventually does listen to Loomis and she runs away and this is where Loomis is, just stays there and uh, he says Michael uh, it's it's time it's time Michael and he has a lighter and he flicks it and boom the whole room explodes. Uh, Lori had already escaped the room, and she's further down this hallway, this corridor, and uh, the explosion happens, and she sees it all happening behind her, and she kind of drops to the floor here. What I did like is they did show, uh, earlier in the film when he was with the cop, I believe, they showed him pull out the lighter. Right. It's always important, I think, in films to just introduce the, the little things. It's... Chekhov's gun, like if a gun's introduced at the beginning of the film, or if a table's pulled out in a match. You know someone's going through that table. Um, so I, I liked... You knew Loomis had the lighter. You knew he had the lighter from he's early lighting. in the film, and it was very subtle. Like, he didn't even light a cigarette or anything. Maybe like, he stole it. Maybe he's a lighter thief. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking lighter thief. No, uh, well, thank goodness he did, because this explosion of this crazy thing in this hospital, there's fire everywhere, things are falling, and Laurie is just there. But of course, if we learn anything from these fucking movies, Michael Myers does not die. And he's walking. He's shown coming out of the flames, walking slowly and still a little breathing. But he doesn't get very far. And then he finally drops to his knees and drops to the floor. And it's just the shot here of him burning. Michael Myers is dead. Rip! Rip! He's finally dead. Yeah, or at least for a couple of years. For sure. Uh, Lori is now shown uh, being loaded into an ambulance. And uh, all the news media and these cops everywhere is just all around the hospital. And people are freaking out. Lori gets loaded into an ambulance. And uh, it's, it's driving away. And the, the shot of her is just like this face that she's not happy. She's just still... Like, wondering what if, essentially. Mm. That's what she's wondering. And it, it's like she's pondering, wondering, is he dead? And then it cuts to Michael's mask burning and burning and burning. And then it cuts to Mr. Sandman and the credits. Is Michael Myers dead? <laughs> yes, I guess. He well, dies. we won't find out for another seven years. Is that when he returns? It's 1988 is the next one. So that is Halloween 2. Yeah. Following this, they do go off the John Carpenter's, like, like universe, essentially, mm. of Halloween things. And they create Halloween 3, The Season of the Witch, which has nothing to do with anything from the first two movies. It doesn't even... No, it, nothing. And then they realized that was a terrible idea and then created Halloween 4, which is the return of Michael Myers. Yeah. So I that... really like the idea of the anthology. Me too. Thing. I think it would be 
I think it would have been really cool if you had a few of these films set on the same night, um, like set it 1978, but somewhere else. You right. Can, you can see the re like little reports of what's sure. happened in another film. Right. And then if you have a film later on that kind of ties them together, would be would be awesome. But obviously the the reception wasn't good for the third one. No, it just it wasn't why they well, it wasn't it. well executed. Um, Do you think that this movie, Halloween 2, was well executed? As a sequel, Watching, we I, just watched the first one, did a review, and now we watch this one. What do you think? I thought it was. I think hindsight is a remarkable thing. But as I was saying, watching the first one, there were a load of questions I had. Yes. That felt odd to just end it there. I thought it kind of warranted a sequel. Right. Um, and I I feel the stuff with the with the sister sister-brother connection being introduced here. As I said, Laurie not, um, not actually finding out that that was the case in this film. Sure. I think it kind of does warrant another sequel. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if there were ever talks of a trilogy and because uh, Jamie Lee Curtis didn't want to do another one, right. whether that uh, Came into mixed effect. out yeah, or, true. or what, I'm not sure. But I feel there were enough sort of lingering questions after this film that would have made me at the time want a third one. Um, I've no idea how Loomis survives because he's obviously in the next few ones. Uh, if you remember though, when he comes back in the other ones with the with the younger girl, he's like burned. His face is like right. burned and stuff. Yeah. But the fact that the unstoppable Michael Myers dies apparently. Well, he doesn't, but he kind of right, dies. Right. And. Loomis has been stabbed and survived. Well, we can cross that bridge if we ever decide to yeah, watch maybe, all maybe these next year. fucking movies. Um, but no, I, I actually uh, I actually enjoyed this film. I actually, I'm a huge, like, again, uh, I'll go over how big of a fan I am of the, these movies. Specifically the first original one. I'm very obsessed. Yeah. They got the poster in the house. We got out all that shit. But this one, uh, when I watched them growing up, I always thought this was a strong sequel. When it comes to sequels, this one has like the we we were, we just talked about all these gruesome deaths. We got, but this is also what it kind of sets up like these sequels follow these this one. Yeah, like, and dead on more than the original. Um, I'd be interested how many because the original one. Sure, you've got like the guy stuck in the wall. The deaths are pretty much just stabbings. There aren't that many, like, overly ambitious or creative deaths in the first one. Right. He only kills three people. Four if you count the sister, I believe. The, uh, the, no, he kills uh, the boyfriends and stuff. And... Hang on, there's... In the there's, first movie? There's Bob, Annie, Linda. Who else does he kill? Uh, I think I, they, I I think right they mentioned right, this one. Right, the body right. count's only three. I'm I mean, sure there's probably I more. I do but... have a body count thing up. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Oh, yeah he, yeah, he kills a few more. But yeah, the yeah. body count's... Seven, and that includes his sister and a dog. Right. Oh, he, uh, he didn't kill any dogs in this movie, so uh, Peter's happy about that. I'm sure, but he killed more, a lot more people in this movie. Mike, there was one, way more two, gruesome three, deaths. Four. Like he get the hammer. He only kills five himself okay. in the first one. Um, but I feel the deaths are more ambitious in this, and you see that in a lot of. A lot of sequels, like take sure. the Saw movies, they become right. they become they become more about the deaths and less about yeah, the story. Of course, um, that's scary movies. But I I do think uh, a lot of the deaths actually do hold up in this. Okay, like me you, too. You still anything to do with the eye? It's like that that needle yeah, going into an eye. It's 
that will still make you squirm 30 years from now, yeah. I think. As the hammer? The sound of the hammer. Like, so you're still, you're, still, you're still going with the hammer as the best death. I think there's a lot of good deaths in this. I think, people, I, think, I think I like the hammer too because, again, it's the back of a fucking hammer. Yeah. Like, God damn. And the sound definitely does. But everyone's I think, used a hammer. Everyone's accidentally like, ooh. smacked their I wonder, the hammer. Like, um, um, make sure you, you tweet us at TheBraidDee, at Davey Portman, because I want to know if people think the hot water death in this is the more the gruesome one because she's just burning. You yeah. see her burning. So let us know what your favorite death of this movie is. Um, if we can, it, we will probably continue to review more movies in the future. If we do more horror movies, kill counts are definitely yeah. something we need to keep. I think next we'll probably move away from <laughs> yes. horror. Um, we uh, we have promised a Power Rangers review, which I yes. think will be our next one. Yes, so, so we should do. Um, the original Power Mighty Morphing Power Rangers. The movie. The movie. Right. The first movie. The movie with the ooze. With yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Ivan ooze. Ivan ooze. So uh, make sure you refresh yourself with that. Yeah, because we're doing this right now. It's Halloween as we're recording this, but Halloween will come and go. Yeah. So we're going to continue doing some things. So let us know uh, again at the Bray D at Davy Portman. Let us know what movies you'd be down to listen to. Again, always on our up next feed. Um, post wrestling up next on our feed always free our movie reviews and our up next shows and stuff but um, before we sign off we have two little things of feedback I think yeah I just want to go back to the body count on this. sure according to the like official body Halloween count. Wikipedia there's page. a Halloween wiki yeah of course um, of course there is it's the body count is 10 according to the police the body count the is but the, the kills the police in the movie say the body count is 10 um, but and according to Wikipedia for this movie, the body count is 10. But one of those deaths was caused by Deputy Ramsey. Ah, oh, uh, Deputy Ramsey. Um, Ruining De the perfect 10. Deborah survives the film version, okay. um, but dies in the novel. Um, but obviously, if you count Michael and Loomis, if, if you consider this the end sure. of the story, uh, the death count is 12. Wow. wow. Um, but Michael kills nine people. Wow, that's a lot of people dying in yeah, the movie. It's a lot more than the first one. Damn. Uh, right, let's head over to Yeah, feedback. so forum.postwrestling.com is where we usually do our up next uh, feedback threads for any time people watch NXT. You can comments and questions. So we put one up for this movie to see if we had any bites, and we had two. So uh, I'll read the first one if you want, and then sure. you read the second one. Uh, Tyler from Orlando. I just rewatched this movie a couple of weeks ago, and I thought it was good overall. Michael Myers did his normal characteristics that made him a good slasher. However, I have a couple issues, as many as many do with this film. The random kill where they showed the nurse strapped to a bed with the IV attached to her and dripping blood just didn't make any sense to me. What was Michael trying to accomplish here? A dead body is just as scary as a dead body dripping blood from an IV. I think this was trying to, as many sequels do, like callbacks to the original. I, sure. I feel this was that callback to the... To the girl in the bed. I think this was also like a kind of a dumb kill too. I think this, you're right because it's just like dripping blood. But yeah, it was the call because the laid out kind of thing. Mm. Like he's being cheeky essentially. Yeah. Um, he says, also, having done five years of security related work myself, that security guard did every single thing wrong in his situation. Also, why is he fat? Why are they always fat? Nice. <laughs> Amazing. Um, you tell us, Tyler from Orlando, why are security guards always fat in movies? Um, I, like, if I was a security guard in real life, which, you know, uh, 
I, I, I thought about sometimes getting my security license. I'm a big dude. I could do it. I, why are security guards always doing the wrong things? Yep. Like, come on. Uh, he says, lastly, if we are to believe that Michael is a human being who is simply sadistic and wants to kill people, then he shouldn't survive headshots from a revolver and being set on fire. But Loomis keeps on saying he's not, he's, he's not a human. He's not a man. He's evil. That being said, it's still a 1980s horror film, which means overall it gets a thumbs up from me. Yeah, 1981 horror film. This is a classic. I, I, I think this really holds up. It does. Actually, as, um, yeah, it does. I, you watch any horror movie now that's old, you're going to laugh at a lot of points. You watch a lot of movies that are made now, you're going to laugh at yeah. them. Horror movies always have that cheesy factor as well. But this one holds up, in my opinion. Um, we've got Real US Champ. Uh, one of the better sequels in the series. Best scene in the movie... Uh, was when a doctor finds a nurse being drained and then <laughs> slips on the blood. How did Michael do that? Um, also forgot Laurie saw Michael at the mental hospital. Wow, which has never been covered except the mother seeing him in the Rob Zombie. Right, version. also like in the flashback thing, it shows her seeing him. Uh, did we miss that? I, I guess? missed yeah. that, I think. Yeah, in the zombie one, like the mom goes a lot and visits him a bunch, but yeah. Uh, I yeah, I found it odd I would have thought we'd have had a few more of those, um, right? Those kind of dream things, yeah, like yeah. the memories. Um, you know, like normally when you see that kind of uh, that like concept in films, they sort of sprinkle it a bit throughout. Yeah, whereas yeah. we only really had those twice, two scenes. Yeah, and um, they were really brief. They were very brief. So um, it's a horror movie. They're like, yeah, we want to fucking kill people, and that's it. Like, who cares about a story? Essentially, seems to be a lot of horror movies. Um, so. That was Halloween 2. Yeah. I, I remember really enjoying it as a kid. I wasn't actually expecting to enjoy it as much uh, as I did this so, time. I think it's a strong sequel. It is. Um, I always enjoyed this one. I mean, I have the DVD combo, which is this one and Halloween 3, which I, I should just burn that disc. Just give it to me. No, I'm not going to watch it. Um, you will fall asleep within 10 minutes of that movie. <laughs> I, I, rec I highly su suggest that. Um... However, then there's like a bunch of sequels after that, and then years later, Jamie Lee Curtis comes back for H2O, and they pretend like those other sequels never existed. But then, so, so think about it, there's that sequel, plus that sequel, and then you go all the way to the new Halloween well, that just came out. Well, isn't H2O, doesn't, isn't it revealed she faked her death? Like, it's revealed in 4 that she died in a car crash. And I think in H2O yes. it revealed that she faked it. Yeah, death. yeah, yeah. So I think they still kind of acknowledge 4 till 6. I don't know if they do, but I know in the newest one, they don't acknowledge any of them, including the one we just watched. So uh, there's different timelines. Oh, the, the latest one, they it's only the first one. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of, uh, like... Timelines, I guess, yeah. in this this world of Halloween, which is very strange, the Halloween universe before universes were cool. Um, and I thought this, I always think this one holds up. I, I yeah. haven't seen it in a few years, but I still enjoy it. It's still a lot of fun to watch. Like like uh, one of our people said, it's an '80s horror film. So thumbs up from me. Uh, I really like this movie. Go yeah. check it out. Especially it's Halloween. So if you're listening to this, you're probably listening after Halloween. But yeah. But thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So. As I said, we'll, we'll announce a date hopefully soon when we're going to put up the Power Rangers uh, podcast. So make sure you get that watched. Uh, I don't know if it's on Netflix. I know some of the Power Rangers films are on Netflix. Um, but if not, there are other ways. Um, you should own the Blu-ray. is what. <laughs> I 
Um, it's a masterpiece. But thank you for listening. Uh, do people are sending us suggestions? People have sent us a load of uh, horror film suggestions, right. but anything, and not even not even movies, um, short TV series or right. or albums. You think we'd like well, anything? Like we're we're gonna cover whatever kind of we fancy and. I have a feeling a lot of people want to hear us do the Power Rangers movie because a lot of our listeners are like us, are kind of like uh, grew up watching that or, or were fans of that. So if you want to go around that route as well, kind yeah. of the millennial movies or well, something. Well, I kind of like sort of the, the kind of nostalgia feel of yes. revisiting something you loved when you were younger and seeing why, why did I love it so much yeah. and should I have loved this? Did I love this because I was eight or like... Like people, like oh, a it, lot of people it, feel about Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they loved him when he was eight. When they were eight, I don't think I've ever loved Hulk Hogan. Oh, well, yeah. all right, we'll get out of here. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that was Halloween two. Check out our first review of the the first Halloween movie. Be sure to listen to us every Thursday. Up next on Post Wrestling, postwrestling dot com, Stitcher, iTunes. Give us a review. Give us a rating. All that stuff. Thank you. Check out our other uh, reviews that are coming in the near future on our, our feeds and uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the D at Davey Portman and uh, yeah thank you for listening uh, goodbye be safe happy Halloween ahoy yes bring us a dream give him a pair of eyes with a come hither gleam give him a lonely heart like Polly Lots of wavy hair like Liberace You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sports book, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.